Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 249. Whoa, so close to 250. Well, one, one, episode. one, week, one weekend away is what I yeah. mean. Uh, this is like the old days. Yep. You're uh, remote or I'm remote, depending on how you look at life. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not I'm not in Melbourne. I'm up in Sydney. Um, I'm about to, you know, in half an hour, as soon as I finish this drive back to Melbourne. Yep. But um, we, we needed to pump one one episode out. So Hashtag here pump we are. one out before you, for, a, <laughs> for a long road trip. <laughs> it's always, it helps with the road trip. Yeah, um, you got it. So I'm sitting... And I'll and I'll show you on my screen because we're FaceTiming. I don't know if you can see that it's blown out in the back. Oh no, hang on, wait. There we go. Yeah, wait, no, I can see. Wait, is that train on. line? No. There we go. Can you see that? Hang on. Um, I could see that bins. What's going? On? Are you at the back of sort of a shopping <laughs> centre? Where are you? I'm in a car park. Um, at the back of it, it. It's a pub. So there's a bottle shop on this big corner in a pub and then out the back there's this car park and when I when I got because every year we come up here to see Amy's family for Christmas and this is new I haven't seen this like last year last December it wasn't here and so I've noticed in this car park there's this it says in in big white letters return and earn and I saw, I always see just people here. And right now there's a car load and I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. There's been about four car loads of people coming and you basically, you know, like a plastic bottle on the back, yeah. it says 10 cents, you return in an area, you know, and receive 10 cents per bottle. Because we um, don't which, have that in Victoria, do we? No. Well, when we were growing up, I, I, I'm sure you were looking at it and thinking, how can I get to South Australia? Because that's yeah. where the, the depot is. And how can I take a shitload of bottles and make a bunch of cash? Yeah. And well, I used to, yeah, I used to wonder about that whole, like when you're a kid, you really get into it, like trying to understand what's going on. Why does South Australia value these bottles can you yeah. hear you'll be able to hear a dog barking in the background we can talk about that in a second Come on. I, yeah i can hear a bit of a, a bit, of, bit a of a yap yeah it's, it's not um, a bark it's a yap so the yeah so i i didn't know why and i'd never i thought about once going over to south australia to make a video to just work out what it is but i, I don't need to anymore because i've this this piece so it basically looks like three atms no, this it looks like four ATMs in this big sort of box, and out the back it's like sort of um, it looks like a, a container ship out the back. But uh, the other morning I came here and I had a few bottles, and I was trying to work it out. Man, you literally walk up to this thing. It's got a hole that you put the bottle into, and it's it's got a conveyor belt that sucks the bottle up and dumps it out the back. And on the little screen, this digital screen, it just says ten cents. And so you grab another bottle, put it on there, sucks it up to the back, says 20 cents. And so it just starts building out, building out how many bottles you've put in and it's got the, the, doll, the, the amount that you're earning coming back. And I was like, how the hell? So I was trying to work out how do I get 10 cents? Does it shoot out actual legit cash? Mm. And it's pretty fucking amazing. They've got, you can download this app and connect it to PayPal. And so you can get the money deposited straight into your PayPal account. Or there's a donate button, so whatever money you've earned, 
they donate it to charity, or I don't know what they actually do. They donate it somewhere, or you can you can take. <laughs> Clearly, a, you didn't press the donate button. Yeah, I know. Someone <laughs> I actually posted it on my Instagram, and someone was like, "You should have donated your tight ass." And I said <laughs> I panicked. I had twenty cents. I'd put two bottles in. I had twenty cents credit, and I wanted to work out. I said, "You know, take payment," and it printed off a Woolworths twenty cents off discount. So when you go, so if so if you got forty bucks worth of bottles, you get, go get fifty bucks worth of groceries, get it for ten. Does it work with sick. cans? It it bas- it says um, it, it takes pretty much anything, and hmm. I so that it takes like uh, milk bottles, it <laughs> takes plastic bottles, glass bottles, cans. Is it, is it looking at because I saw in. Um, can't remember. It must have been somewhere in Asia. They basically had a train station where you could pay for your train ticket using them. Yeah. But it actually scans the barcode of the bottle, and so yeah. it knows whether it's accepted or not. Do you know if it was doing any of that scanning? Uh, I would be blown away if it was because you can see right, and so it literally it just gives you the 10 cents, it comes up on the screen as soon as you put the bottle down and it sucks it yeah. up. So I don't think it is. Like, there's been a truck. So it's run by the New, Z- um, New South Wales government and there's, you know, the sort of like the big blue um, recycle trucks that cruise around. It's yeah. it's a part of that company, Clean Cleanway. They're called Cleanway, yeah, I think. Sure. And so th- there's like, I've seen them just come and they go out the back and grab it. So I don't think it's that sophisticated. I think they're just rewarding people for fucking doing the right thing and uh, recycling. So I cannot believe, like, there's a few around New South Wales. I cannot believe these are not everywhere mm. in Australia. Like, think about. There's a kid. I asked the um, Amy's stepdad. Um, I t- asked him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, there's this kid in the neighbourhood who just goes around looking in bins and like collecting bottles and shit. So he's just he's making bank here. It might be a little bit, but I think it's it, it's so good for kids to re- like, mate." So many adults don't know how to recycle, and so man, it would be, it makes it so much easier in mm. regards to like separating everything out, and also because it's specifically if you remove the um, so say if it was just the donate button, say if you could yeah. only select to donate, I think it would still be awesome because you'd yeah. be separating the bottle. Because I always get confused with is this a recycle? Like especially when you start getting into plastics. Mm. I get confused with the recycling stuff, whereas at least this is very easy. The bottles, cans, all of that shit just goes yeah. in one spot. Yeah, so there's different. So there's one side is like for the bottles, so for glass, and the other side's for cans, plastic, and cartons. It's fucking yeah. genius. I, I, so it, the the government must be funding this as well yeah. as that clean way business, but it's so good. They need a, mm-hmm. they need this in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, because I, even though you're not making, you're not really making money. But I think like around here, there are some people who aren't doing too well, and I think they're literally getting some grocery money. It's fucking sick. Yeah, we um, didn't really talk about you driving up during um, our shows with Diavella. What was yeah. what was that experience like? So, you, how long does it take to get from Melbourne to Sydney? How much oh. do you stop? What is it like with? A, uh, a two-year-old a psycho. Yeah, a two-year-old psycho. It's yeah. We had there was four of us in the car, so Amy's sister, um, and then Bodie in the back, and then Amy and I in the front. But we did in two lots, so we drove five hours 
So we drove, stopped maybe twice in those five hours. Mm-hmm. Once, once to fill up, once for lunch, and then once, and then we got to the place where we were, and then um, stayed overnight, and then drove the rest of the way after. So that makes it so much easier. But it costs a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks to stay a night. So yeah. we're not doing that again today. We're driving all of the way back, so it'll be nine hours, I think, mm-hmm. with break. So it, ta- it takes twelve hours, I reckon, just with a few breaks, refueling. So what are you going to do? So are you driving the 12 hours or are you and Amy going to share it? Uh, yeah, I'll split it up a little bit. But I, I drove, we did this, we we drove up here for a wedding on a weekend and did it all in one go each way yeah. and it's full on. So it's, um, if uh, the thing is, if you know you got, you, if you know you're breaking it up, it makes it feel easier. If you know you're going to drive all the way back, you've got no option. Cause you what's can't your um, what's your your snacks like? Because when oh, I was yeah. growing up, that was the um, I was just a garbage truck, just eating <laughs> shit all that, and that was a way of keeping me being a good boy. It was just yeah. like if I be good, I get another sherbet. Return and earn. You're one of the machines. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, you had to mouth. you had to fill me up every kilometre <laughs> with with another fantail. There was no refunds or donate <laughs> no. button. No. Just a just a waste exit hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your um? What is your your road trip rider? Yeah, the 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 thing is, you you we tried to make it healthy. I went and bought like nuts, two types of nuts. Can banana. I guess what else? Well, yeah, you can say bananas, but also, did you get some jerky? No, I I should have. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great road trip one. Um, no, what did we get? Uh, apples, water, like lots of a few big water bottles, and mm-hmm. and that was it. But then we ended up fucking sniffing out a, a, a packet of Maltesers that Amy got from from um, a Christmas present. So we ate this huge <laughs> thing of Maltesers. It just and then there was other things flying around. It's horrible. So you try and go healthy, but then you just you you you're a bit antsy. You just need some yeah. satisfaction. <laughs> so you you're putting go for in the, the effort. Stuff. Feels like you deserve it when you're not doing any exercise. Yeah, but then. The problem is stopping along the way for food. Like there's just yeah. these shitty joints that just have roadside fo- roadside food. The, the, what's interesting is like the coffee's getting better. Is it around the, uh, like those spots? Or are they still shit? Nah, they're all pretty shit. But some of them are like um, truck road houses. So there was like a truck section. Yeah. a trucker's section where there was like showers you could you could wash your clothes and there was like yeah, a dryer no. and a washer doesn't it's bizarre me. but no there's just it's just fucking dirty fried food so we're going to yeah. at least we're going to buy something because we we're, we're near like Woolworths and Coles yeah. um so we'll get some shit before we go it probably makes good. sense to even stop and have lunch somewhere like that could be a good stopping Oliver's, point if it's 7:30 it, nah fuck olive olivers <laughs> Is like uh, for non-Australian people. I mean, it's not a household name by any means, but it's yeah. it's sort of connected to a lot of the petrol stations. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, here's a little fact: I was speaking to someone who potentially could be working for one of the petrol stations. I I heard that. Um, what does that mean? Well, so head office. How's this? So my friend, he said, "Oh, I'm going to be. Um, I, I might be getting a job at Caltex, which <laughs> is like a which is fuel." company in australia yeah and i was like what 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 could you be doing there 
and he's a he's a buyer. So. No, but seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, what are you doing? In what are you what are you working at the pump? You fucking, yeah. you pump it. Are you working at one of the service stations? Because he's he works in head office. Yeah, you know, has for big sort of supermarket chains, mm-hmm. and and then he told me, yeah, where um, Caltech are actually buying back every one of their franchises around Australia. Yeah, and they're doubling down on the supermarket, like the the actual um, the the food experience. So they own what's called the foodery, which are these you would have seen them before. They're like white logo, sort of woody wood background, but they they're they're epic. They're like a um, it's like a high end uh, road uh, stop. Yeah. Yeah, it has yeah, yeah. like one of them's got boost connected to it. They've got like a, a barista area. They're like fucking. They're a food epic. court. They're like a fucking high end food court. So they're doubling What's high down end about them. Uh, that they're just uh, all they've brand got a bit of wood brand, and they've got like a nice logo. Yeah, brand spanking new, good food. Like sure. you can buy like pre pre made salads. It's like it's sick. Anyway, so they're doubling down. Caltex are doubling down on that because they probably realise that electric cars are. Are going to sort of steal a bit of their fuel money, and um, over the years. But so yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But I found that interesting that, that they are buying back every one of their stores. Talking about buying every one of their stores, have you seen? The are we doing merger? Are we buying? <laughs> yeah, we're doing a big merger. media we're, company. We're, we're buying companies up. Uh, <laughs> no, have you have you watched the film Founder? Uh, McDonald's. Yes. yes. Yeah. Fuck, that's sick. We loved it, but it got us thinking like. Should you, should we feel um, negatively towards the non-McDonald dude? What's his name? The one that um, basically was the one that did all the franchising. Like basically, I think where he went wrong was he was telling people that it was sort of his business when it wasn't. But Bree and yeah. I were trying to deconstruct. Like, yeah, there's some of the elements in his personality which was really admirable like a hard worker but mm. also he was a bit of an asshole where do you yeah. sit with it oh i don't know this is a hard thing i was so he so that so what happened the main guy who sort of ran all the franchises took it upon himself like it was his business is that what happened? so ray crock is his name and yeah. basically he was selling um, these multi-mix uh, milkshake mixes. So trying to get the um, drive-in diners to buy, um, yeah, multi-mix uh, milkshake mixes so you could make more milkshakes at once. Yeah. Anyway, he um, he got an order for like eight of these um, multi-mixes and he's like, that can't be right. So he contacts these guys in San Bernardino, I think, in California. Mm. Mm. And it was the McDonald's brothers. And this Ray Kroc's like, what the fuck? Well, this this order must be wrong. And they said, no, nah, we need them. How quickly can you get them? And this was like the introductory to fast food. So McDonald's yeah. was doing the paper, like all, uh, you know, wrap the burger in paper, in a paper bag with a paper cup. Because prior mm. to it, it was all... Um, when you would go and drive in, you would, you know, park your car and they would bring out actual plates. Oh, yeah. On the and rollerblades. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Scoot over. And so, 
um, yeah, so basically he was really interested in it and um, wanted to help them franchise. And over the course of, I don't know how long it was, 10 years mm. or so, um, just made McDonald's go massive. But yeah. in the process was telling everyone that he was sort of the um, founder. And McDonald's, the McDonald's brothers were pushing back on a lot of things. So mm. Ray Kroc wanted to introduce powdered milkshakes like, you know, this uh, new way of doing milkshakes and yeah. someone showed him, um, did a demo and he loved it. But uh, the McDonald's guys were like, uh, milkshakes need milk, which is probably yeah, a, a good one. But yeah, I was just... Um, and so in the, the end, he, he fucks up. What happens? He gets... so No, so at the end, it. no, at the end, Ray Kroc buys out the um the two McDonald's guys oh that's right um yeah. for 1.3 million dollars each the fucked up bit is that um part of what the McDonald's brothers wanted was a 1% stake um or royalty in the biz in um, future mm. sales and uh. what Ray Kroc said is he's like I can't actually put that in the contract because my investors are going to have issues but we can do it as a handshake deal yeah. And so they do it as a handshake deal, and they never see the money. So as I say this out, he was a piece of shit. Yeah, well, yeah. When you when you talk about it like that, it's, yeah. it's. But then you go, maybe he is the reason that business is what it is. Well, yeah, Other they wouldn't have. They would wouldn't have franchised. They tried to do it um, in a few different states, and they weren't able to get the consistency. But Ray mm. sort of was a like a a bull, and just went in, just said like. Um, you know, was just checking in on all the restaurants and really aggressive about it. I think when you, if you own the business, if you're those McDonald's brothers, that you, you'd totally be convinced that it would have done well anyway. But then, because you'd be trying to, like, you'd be trying to justify it to yourself why this guy's, like, why you should share this business with him. Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe when it's. I think that's like a partnership. It's there's ownership from both of us. Mm-hmm. within the business that gives us the ability to then go and sell. So uh, having people work for you that are just workers and have no ownership, it's pretty impressive. I fucking take my hat off to people who can work for a business and treat it like their own but know it's not their own yeah. and still and not be an arsehole like that Ray bloke. Yeah. Well, the thing was that he um, he took – he had a stake in it. So he was – so – he'd had from my understanding was that he was he owned part of it but he had mm. to run everything past the McDonald's brothers but then just over time it's just a got, business partnership yeah exactly <laughs> but what he he worked out over time was um the money was in the real estate not in mm. the actual um uh the operations so what what he did was he set up a separate company to lease out all of the um the properties so basically if you wanted to have a mcdonald's franchise you had to go um you had to lease off him and was able to create basically a monopoly and had so much cash where you know you put it it put them in a hard spot man money just fucks everything for so many people people just turn so greedy yeah, it's so it's so. Well, sad. like, how much money do people need? That's what I just wonder with these things. But that's, I guess, the um, the personality of this guy who's just um, 
he wanted to conquer like he wanted to you know take it from coast to coast mm that just yeah it'd be horrible business to be in yeah if if you had a someone try like i've had so i had a business partner that was a piece of shit that was just taking money out and then not really sa- like we weren't even making money. Like we weren't even <laughs> making a shitload of money. So it's not like being. What sort of business? It, which which business was it? What the stripping area? business. Yeah, sure. The stripping agency. Yeah. One of my more, I more mean, glamorous s- strippers are normally quite <laughs> integral when it comes. You know, they're pretty sort of got a strong yeah. moral compass. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Saturday night and the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hard. Uh, um, it's like winning money. That would be the same. Man, we got, uh, talking winning money, we got that email from um, Wayne who e- emailed us. So this is um, on episode 242. We're talking about lotto winnings and what we yeah. would do. He said... Yeah, um, if you, I, I, actually, Josh, I haven't checked that ticket yet. So I've, really? I think that's... Well, what night is it? What day is it? What's the date today? No 20... idea. I, I'm not keeping track. It's Friday that's today. It. Yeah, it's the twenty eighth. So I think it was drawn last night. So I could be, a, I could be a, I could have thirty million bucks in my pocket. And also, we need to um, discuss what we're doing with uh, Fat Fridays. Um, but before that, uh, Wayne emailed hi at the Daily and says, "My aunt won the first ever midweek lotto division one in Australia, one point nine two million on her own." Wow. She gave $5,000 to each of her nieces and nephews. She was single, never married. From memory, she also gave some to each of her five siblings. She then bought herself a new car. I got her old 65 Holden wagon that was originally my grandfather's rather than getting the 5K. And the house then invested the rest. Unfortunately, she invested in pyramid building society which went belly up so she ended up losing a fair whack of her money all the best Wayne Fuck. why Jesus. does everyone lose their money when they get it so quickly a pyramid building society if that's yeah, a business an, that you're actually investing yeah. money into yeah, what pyramid. the fuck is wrong with you I pyramid mean, yeah, it's got pyramid in the name don't but put wonder, pyramid who's got pyramid in their business name these days probably yeah, no one it might be big in Egypt, but um, we, yeah. sh- we I actually have no idea. I wonder if that was like a big... Um, uh, here you go. So I've just Googled py- the Pyramid Building Society. The Pyramid oh, yeah, Building Society, the Geelong Building Society and the Countrywide Building Society together made up the Farrow Group of Building Societies based in Geelong, Australia. They collapsed in 1990 with debts in excess of... Guess how much debt the building societies had? I reckon two billion. Two billion. Are you reading the Wikipedia article? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The cost of the collapse to the Victoria taxpayer was estimated at over nine hundred million, with about one million coming from Wayne's auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, poor Wayne's auntie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go through. This would have been like this would have been a very long time ago for her then. Yeah, well, like, she was the first, the first Division me. One. Uh, Dude, that would have been—that's like four, three, four million bucks back then, or like yeah. nowadays. Jesus, that's painful. I mean, what would you if you had say if you get this lotto, um, you win this <laughs> oh, lotto? We're back to it. Yeah, we're back to it. What is the um, 
Who do you get financial advice from? Scott Pape, Barefoot Investor. Yeah, that's a good, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, it's lucky that I actually <laughs> am mates yeah. with him. So yeah, I'm just sure, give him a buzz. Just dude. Well, yeah. I, I mean, even just doing some stuff that we've been doing, hearing what he's, um, what, hearing some stuff that he said. Like, if you invested, if you have four million bucks and you put it into, he was talking about some account that's mm-hmm. sort of like a, a long-term investment. You can make two hundred grand a year that would just yeah. be coming through nonstop every year. Two hundred grand. Well, that's just like from- with interest. Like I was speaking to someone the other day, and um, they uh, th- their friends um, b- bought like a really nice gift for them, mm. and he, he was like, um, oh, "I f- felt bad." Um, because, you know, she's not making that much money. But then he said, oh, but her um, boyfriend's doing all right. And I'm like, oh, what, is, what does her boyfriend do? He's like, oh, he doesn't, doesn't work. He just lives off interest. He basically got an inheritance. Jeez. And he, like, the interest that he gets from that money, that's what he lives off. Oh, well, yeah, and then on lots of money, the compound interest you can earn is... Yeah, but, is, I mean, to greater. me, that's not, like... If if you could t- take everything off the table, it's like you had enough cash to live off interest. Yeah. What would you? Um, what do you think you'd be doing? I think just do it, still doing what we're doing and yeah. just traveling. I think I already asked you that question. Making videos, traveling overseas. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be fucking sick. Yeah. I mean, it's a good. It, I mean, this is a good uh, a thing at this time of year. To be to win, trying to understand how much money you think you need. I mean, yeah. no, winning's a good thing. So if you can win, yeah. Yeah, even better than what I'm about to say. But just at looking at your life and thinking about, right, how much, what, what's this life that I kind of dream of, and then what's the life, where's the, what's gap? the reality of that life, yeah. and how much money is that? Yeah, it, it's yeah. Well, Bree and I all- have gone through, and we know, like we do barefoot already. Um, yeah. With all the different accounts, daily expenses, splurge, fire extinguisher, smile. But um, yeah, just once a year, we we decided we'll just go through and actually see, like, okay, what's our cost on food? What's our cost yeah. on this? And then, because um, there's some shit that we don't spend any money on, and then some yeah. areas that we spend way more money than most people. Um, so that was an interesting process what are you blowing out, out on stuff uh like definitely our i didn't i don't know if our um food what, what do you reckon i spend Bree and i spend a month on food a month so yeah. a f- over a four-week period um i reckon 2200 bucks 1500 that's pretty good yeah i mean that's only 50 bucks for the two of us which breaks down to 25 bucks and that's eating out I know that's depending on where you live. If you don't live in a main city, that seems like an excessive amount. But being in Melbourne and only spending that amount, I felt yeah. like was pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not bad. I mean, but w- fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, I I thought it would be a lot more than that. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just because you have one meal and then you sort of yeah. Have a well, few I was thinking things. about it like. Um, the, the, where it's going to change a little bit is just we're going to be uh, cooking more at home in mm. 2019. Well, that's a plan anyway. Um, but the if you think about like my lunches, I yeah. feel like I've dialed it into like 
if I get one of those, not that I'll be doing the, I'm trying not to do the uh, crispy pork uh, rolls this year, but those crispy crispy pork rolls from a financial, like definitely not great for health, but they're like $7.50. Mm. So it's, um, it's, it's not that expensive really. Well, I think if you don't think about this stuff, it's, you just buy, you're buying lunch every day yeah. or you're buying coffees, it ends up being 40 bucks a day that you're spending yeah. and people are, people don't have, not everyone has that money. Like yeah, a, yeah. this is the thing, right? I think for you, you guys have been able to do it cause you don't have fucking four, $300 a week of d- childcare. Yeah. So it's like, but you, you can then go continue to make these justifications, yeah. but maybe this, I think the people who are doing well are just the ones that are in the good place. Like you, you guys where your expenses aren't massive and then you've just dialed in your spending, so then you can you end up just saving more. Whereas, like, people, you, if you just don't take notice of it, it just mm. can get out of hand so easily. Well, I think it's just it's, paying for what you care about. Like the fact oh. that we don't spend money on booze, like oh. that's a huge one. Um, well, it can be yeah. it can be a part of your budget to actually just buy food every day if that's what yeah. you want. If that's what you, if that, yeah, exactly what you need. I think that's the thing. Like, you just don't... Like, it's um, a one annoying thing um, that happened um, uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, Our uh, turned on our car, started driving. We're in sort of a hot area, started driving, and the massive crack just went up the windscreen. I heard a... What? And just... Up the windscreen. Oh, no. Yeah. So, we looked at our insurance. We get, like, a replacement. I don't know what we'll have to pay out of pocket for it but that was annoying god no nah, the excess might be too too great well they include one windscreen replacement so i feel oh, yeah. like would the excess really be high for something like that it seems counter to the point of having specifically in the policy a windscreen replacement well no but maybe they actually just give it to you maybe it's yeah. because you pay the the pre the yeah. you know it's like what a thousand Talking bucks a year for insurance yeah. fucking hell um, fat Fridays. Ridiculous. Today is Friday. Oh, sorry, everyone. hang on. I just, I just want to tell you, insurance. Mm. Don't get a jet ski. I just, uh, Amy's friend's husband just bought one and it was around at his house yesterday. And he was showing me. And I said, "Have you got that insured?" He says, "No, I haven't." Do you know, he goes, "Insurance. The the expensive quote I got was eight thousand eight hundred bucks a year to insure it." Really? <laughs> just buy a new cheap, one. Just have the just che- a, the best insurance policy is just to have a, a brand new one in the garage. <laughs> Seriously, the cheap policy was seven thousand seven hundred. Fuck getting a jet ski. Why so expensive? Because is it because only Bogans own jet skis? <laughs> it's a Bogan yeah. tax, mate. It must be Bogan tax. <laughs> oh God. It's just like the, yeah, if you got like an SSU, all of those, like anything that sort of sniffs of Bogans. In, talking about Bogans, Wayne also sent us a, um email in regards to Bogans. He's, he's um, brought them down to females where leisure wear or trackies. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a kidnin, I've never heard of this, a kidnin pram. Do you know what a kidnin pram is? No. Or is that a kid in a pram? Oh, yes, it is. I think it is. Kid in pram. <laughs> Yeah, but he he put an extra N, so it's a kid in kid in pram, Siggy in one hand, mobile phone in the other. That's great. Yeah, and then yeah, a male yeah. it is a high vis shirt, 
Staffy on a leash, <laughs> Southern Cross tattoo, Ute yeah. with an Aussie flag in the back window, and a shitload of Bundy stickers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bogan. What is Bundy? Is Bundy? Is that like a um, Bundaberg? It's is a it rum? Rum. rum. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's uh, very good. Atrocious. So, Fat Fridays. Oh yeah, t- that um, is today. Yeah, it's it's meant to be today, and I was thinking, what what were we going to do with uh, with it today? But then I was thinking. Now that I've really, like, I went so hard during this season of just knowing that, I've just done that whole thing of knowing that I'm going to be um, uh, looking after myself. You know, what, in like 2019? It's, in 2019. But then I, I ended up bringing it forward. I ended up doing so much damage in the last few days where I said to Bree, let's, let's start early. Let's start um, the, what date is it today? The, the 29th, 20, 28th. 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 Um, I said, let's start today. Like um, I yeah. said this yesterday because I was just every time people m- like my parents gave me like a box of Reese's peanut butter cups and it was just like a game of how quickly I could finish them all. Just like <laughs> fucking Brie gets some like yeah. uh, uh, hay. She's like watering some friends plants while they're away and she rocks up there and there's like Hague's chocolate. So she's. I fucking just say, hey, can yeah, I have some? Like, oh, I just, no. I just be disgusting. So anyway, but I've yeah, I've fucking been a fat ass the last couple yeah. of days, but I have been training. I've just been yesterday. Oh, that's I did, good. I did uh, hundred push-ups, hundred squats, hundred star jumps in okay. ten sets of ten. But I purpose is just moving, just like mm. it, it, that. That's the difference. If you could just do something, if you could move at this time of year, yeah, and still be a fat prick, it makes you feel well, so much house better. Sitting, if you're just so, moving. And so we're walking the dog, um, mm. but I think even we're near Albert Park, so we're going Albert Park Lake. It's really nice, but even then, I still think that I'm um, I've eaten too much. So my point is, is there a tweak that we could do to Fat Friday? Should we keep Fat Fridays and just draw a circle around it and say we're only going to be do damage on this day or treat ourselves? Yeah. Maybe because you and I are doing. Um, a gym in 2019 together. Do we say use Fridays as leg day as well? <laughs> Fridays as leg day. What? So you, what's your thinking there? Well, legs, leg days because the, your legs are your biggest muscle. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that a thing? Yeah, no, Isn't that is. why people do leg days during like weekend periods and stuff? Because it's like might as well work the biggest muscle that's going to require like have the biggest metabolic impact yeah. so then you it's then a good theory if you it's a good you theory f- if you're squatting 300 kilos or you're fucking literally well, what are cannot we walk be doing? after a li- definitely not that you i've got i've got um i mean you've got uh discs to worry about yeah <laughs> but let's not go <laughs> soft don't. the biggest concern i have is that you go we go too soft well, you actually can't go hard. That's the problem. You've got to go soft to go hard. It's this fucked up, um, you know, approach where it's like you've got to build it up, build it up, and then and then you can just ruin yourself every session. But that's So what time. you're saying, but so if we do all of January going fairly soft, would you be then it's comfortable? It's just well, you just slowly said you've got to go increasing. Soft it's just slow. It's just slowly increasing because I don't – I think for someone who hasn't trained, not talking you, anyone – Going to the gym and act and doing the shit that you need to do yeah. hurts. 
regardless mm-hmm. of it, whether you're going out. The problem is you just go hard and then you actually just never want to go back to a gym ever in your life. That's yeah. why that's why you don't go hard from the one. But I, I think it, it's good. Like I think you could just have a blowout day and try and keep those other days okay. Or just well, I was thinking of meal. maybe uh, doing Fit Fridays, but Fit maybe that's, you know, just doing a... We could do a session with uh, Craig Harper. Hey, guys, we're here with Steph Claire Smith. She's getting us um, moving today. We're doing a podcast. We'll be back soon. I mean, you just want to work out with all these cool people. That's your that's your job. That's no, your absolutely no. I need to. Maybe we could look at doing that in June when I when I'm up to when I've gone from soft to a bit of a harder workout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not embarrassed. Yeah, she would, but she would kick our ass anyway. Most of those people train. I've trained with Harper. He's a beast. Yeah. He's okay. um, yeah. He's a fucking. He's a racehorse. Just, just really very racehorse good. vibes. Absolutely. Just so, lean, <laughs> solid. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Uh, I'm off to. Uh, we'll have an update on the Seth Gold the Seth Godin book. I want to have it done by the 31st. We need to sort out the auction thing because the current bids at 500 bucks with Trevor. Yeah. Um, and what what we can do is we can show the book it's in its entirety on on uh, social media uh, mm. on Monday. And then so we have we can, a finished product. It look, yeah. You can really see what you're, what you're bidding what you're, on. What you're bidding on. No, I like it. And um, we haven't even worked on what we're doing for that episode, where we're doing it, New Year's Eve. Yeah, I think we, should, we could go to a park. We could go to Albert Park Lake or something. Yeah. Work something out. Have you got any suggestions? Yeah, just... We'll do it at like lunchtime away, maybe, do you think? Away from the Bogans. Yeah. <laughs> away yeah, from the... Do you reckon the, there's the, Bogans at Albert Park Lake? Yeah, Definitely. Really? Definitely. Yeah, because it's hard to get to. The thing is, unless you live near there, so they've got all the locals that live near it, but anyone else who yeah. comes to it. But if that's we're the doing problem. it like midday, if we're not doing it at like the time, if we're not doing it in the evening and we're doing it during the day, there won't be yeah. many bogans out. Uh, be I reckon there's nicer people. parks. I reckon there's nicer parks to go to. At, at okay. the, um, what about um, the botanical gardens? We'll, yeah, we'll mull over it, but the, okay. we'll go somewhere really nice, have a nice picnic. Right. Today, the talk show, everyone. Nice. You're off, to, you're off to drive for 12 yeah. hours. Enjoy that. Yeah, got to hit the road. Um, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. If you want to send us an email, uh, if you want to even put in a silent bid, uh, hi at thedailytalkshow.com for the Seth Godin book. The current price is at 500 bucks. What you'll be getting is the entire book, This Is Marketing, rewritten by me in my handwriting. It's a, it's a huge offer, TJ. Oh, yeah. And the money goes to charity. So yeah, it's not, exactly. It's not, it's not going to be fueling Josh's Reese's Pieces addiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that he currently has. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Have a good one. See you guys.